0: We all have things that we love to do for fun. It's usually something that inspires us, entertains us and helps us tap into our creativity. For me, that hobby was photography and maybe it's that for you too, or maybe it's something else entirely, but either way, taking that leap from doing something as a hobby and then turning it into an actual business can feel really overwhelming and scary. There are so many variables to consider as you make the decision to do so. And oftentimes you might think it's just better if I don't even do it. But I am here to tell you, friends, that it is so worth it and you need to do it. So whether you're an aspiring photographer or you have another idea that you're thinking of starting a business for, this episode is for you. I'm going to share five steps that will help you create your roadmap for taking this hobby that you love so much and turning it into a profitable business. Welcome to the Fill Your Frame podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Golding. I was a young mama and full-time teacher when I first picked up my camera and started down the path of creating a highly successful and sought after photography business. I managed to turn that side hustle into a full-time job that sustains a balanced life where I can give more to my five littles at home. After building this business for the last 10 years, I want to invite you into a space where you can take a peek behind the scenes of my camera ready life. Join in weekly where I will open up discussions with other creative artists turn business pros as we share real life strategies, stories, and action steps for you to turn your passion into profits. Lean in because we're about to get the show started. Remember, you can subscribe to today's show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Audible. I'm excited to bring you today's episode about five steps that you can take to turn your hobby into a profitable business. Now, to start off our episode today, I want to tell you guys a little story about me. I know some of you may know me or have heard this story, and some of you might not. So I just want to give you a little bit of background so you can understand why I am so passionate about this and how I've been in the exact same shoes that so many of you listeners are. Those of you that are like doing something that you love and it just for fun, but then you have the passion and desire to turn it into a business. So I'm going to share my story of how I did just that. And it all started about 10 years ago. I picked up my camera off the shelves at Costco and threw myself into learning photography. There was a long time when I was balancing, you know, life and kids and all of the things and I could hardly keep up. I was doing side hustle of photography for about five years while teaching kindergarten and first grade and while being a firefighter wife and a mom to littles at that time. Thinking back now, I have no idea how I even had the time to teach myself how to use my camera and take beautiful photos when I previously had zero experience with photography. But in some ways, I didn't have a choice. I loved the art of photography and I wanted to document my family and create a career out of it. So I knew that I needed to put the work in and I kept practicing and learning and I just tried to figure it out and all that work did eventually pay off. Now, I say eventually because it did take a little bit of time for me, but, you know, it just took years of hustle and tears and so many highs and lows, but I did master manual mode and learn how to feel confident and inspired each and every time I picked up my camera. After lots and lots of trial and error, I eventually gained the skills and confidence to take my photography from a hobby to a business, but it certainly didn't happen overnight. So since then, I've been so passionate about sharing what's worked for me so I can save all of you other aspiring photographers from years of frustration with Mistakes that I made along the way, and instead fast track your learning process to figure out how to make your own magic and mix of creativity, passion, and art. So, we're going to get into my five steps that I want to share with you about how to turn your hobby into a business. Now, business is such a broad term, right? It could be what you consider to be a side hustle, it could be a full time business, whatever that looks like for you. A business just means that it's something that you are now getting paid to do, right? So there's a big difference there, whether you're going out and doing something just for fun or for free for people. And then when you take that turn and decide you're going to start collecting money and make it a business, that's when so many things change, you know, including expectations, how you feel about it, whether you're nervous to do it now, all of those things. So we're going to get into that. And, you know, I just want to go into this knowing that what that means is different for everybody. And for me, when I first started it was a side hustle. I was a teacher full-time. I was teaching kindergarten and first grade and this photography thing was a side hustle for me. It brought in extra money for my family and it just gave me time to really master my craft and photograph a lot of people before I decided to take that plunge into full-time photography and resign from teaching. So let me take you back to the beginning and what I think is so important for you guys to know as you are thinking about pursuing this in a career and as a business instead of just having it be a hobby or something. That that you do for fun. Now, one of the biggest things that I think hold people back from taking this leap is fear. We all have fear, but I don't think any of us have any idea how much our fears are holding us back. So my first step for you would be to let go of that fear. We don't have any idea because if we did, we wouldn't spend an ounce of time worrying about fear. We had no idea how it's holding us back. So, I think if we understood that, like, the frequency of fear is pushing away everything and how it's, you know, it always pinches off the ideas at the start, it clouds our clarity and it hinders our next inspired action. So, I think if we knew that it did all of those things, no one here would spend another minute living in any fear. So, for me, when I finally let go of any fear I had about others not liking my work, about Them not wanting to hire me as a photographer, about people not loving my photos that I started to take or my Instagram posts, or, you know, I was just worrying about the approval and acceptance from others. But when I really let go of those things and I just let go of that fear and decided it's okay for me to make mistakes, it's okay for me. To have people that don't like my stuff. That's fine. It still happens today. But I think when I really let go of those fears, that's when I started to grow and I started to create the work that is true to who I am as a person and an artist. And I know you might be thinking like, what was your strategy, Jillian? What was your secret? What did you do? And the thing is, I'm doing so many of the same things that I've always been doing, but I just let go of that fear. I took my foot off the brake and I let everything open up and just happen how it was supposed to happen. Now, I don't know about you, but I live by the whole idea that we're all here for a reason. We have a function. We have a gift. You know, each of us are unique and we can offer something different because no one has lived our lives. No one has lived your life. No one has lived my life. And I know we all have self-limiting beliefs, like I'm not enough or I'm not worthy. I understand that because I definitely have had those two and still have them to this day, always. But you can't argue the fact that each one of us has had different experiences, different perspectives, different a different life, we've all lived a different life. And that means that you don't have the perspectives, the experience, the wisdom, and all the other things that have come into your life that I do, and I don't have what you have. So recognizing that all of us are one of one, limited edition, and only you can tell the stories of families or people that you photograph through your lens in a unique way. So once I embraced that and I understood that nobody can do what I do like me, Yes, there's a ton of photographers. Yes, they take beautiful images, but I bring my own unique story and my own unique life experience to my lens. And in that way, I create art that is unique to the families or the couples or whoever I'm photographing. And me, I can only create that. No one next to me can create that. No one down the street that's a photographer can create that. Just me, right? So I feel like once I embraced all of this, I let go of the fear and realized that I can't compare my work, my body my being, to anyone else because we are not the same. My life felt so much more free and that fear just disappeared. I mean, I understood that I was doing the work that I was put here to do and I know that to my core and I want all of you to feel the same way, that you are the author of the story of your life. So I want you to hold the pen and start writing the version that you want to. So for me, number one is you letting go of the fear. Whatever's holding you back, whatever doubts you have, whatever insecurities you have, whatever lack of confidence you have, all of that can be combated or addressed and moved on by taking action. Take action. Just do it. And you'll find as you do, you'll gain strength. You'll gain confidence. You'll gain all those things that you need to keep pushing forward. And that's how I did it. That's what I did. I just decided to start. So let go of the fear and just start. That's number one. Number two would be to set some goals for yourself and make a plan. You know, you just can't go into a business not having a plan, right? So you need to have some kind of a plan, you know, and some things that I would consider asking yourself are, you know, before I started my business, I thought to myself, okay, how many shoots am I going to do with friends? You know, people I know that I'm comfortable with. How many shoots am I going to do with them before then I move on to perhaps doing shoots with people that I don't know or that are new to me or strangers, Okay. So maybe there's a certain number that you feel comfortable with. You know, I'm going to do 10, you know, shoots with friends before I want to move on to people that I don't know. Or you might think, oh, I just want to jump into that right away. Whatever works for you. Great. Just the point is, is have a plan, have some goals and go that route. Okay. Maybe you're going to say, I want to make my business official by a certain date, or I'll create a social media account just for my business. Or I'm going to let everyone know that I'm officially in business by emailing them, announcing it on social media, doing a live, whatever your strategies are going to be, just make a plan to do that. And then I would set some more long-term goals, like in three months, what do I want this new business to look like? In six months, what do I want this new business to look like? And if you're like I was, you know, you might have a full-time job and you're doing this on the side. So the question might be, when will I make the push to go full-time with this new business? And for me, it took a few years because I wanted to really get established and gain a clientele to the fact that I would feel confident enough to let go of a solidified income with teaching and be able to make the same amount of money doing photography or more, right? And it was scary. Yes, it was totally scary. But guess what? I've not only like surpassed what I make from teaching, but way more. And I'm able to do something that I love and be home with my kids so much more so, you know, everyone's going to have a different time frame. Everyone's going to have a different number. You know, we all have different situations in our home, whether you're the primary breadwinner, whether you're, you know, your spouse has a full-time job. There's so many variables to consider, but just go into this having a plan of if you want to take this full-time, when is that going to be? So that would be my number two would be to set some goals and make a plan. If you just start this without a plan, it's not really going to go much of anywhere to the point where you can have it change your life. And that's what we want, right? So, set some goals, make a plan. Number 3 would be, you know, take some time to reflect and make decisions. We all love photography, we know that. But your photography business needs to have some kind of structure and some kind of direction which it that it's going to go. So whether you want to, you know, photograph families, you want to do weddings, you want to do senior photos, whatever it is that you want to do, you just need to be thinking about that. And I know yes, at the beginning, it's really easy to kind of do everything because you just want to practice. You just want to shoot. I know in the beginning I did so much of everything to the point where, you know, I was photographing, you know, cake smashes and first birthdays. And those aren't really things that I want to shoot. Those don't light me up the way that I get lit up when I shoot families and I shoot weddings and things like that. So just knowing and kind of having a little bit of self-reflection as to what kind of sessions do you want to do? What do you want to photograph? And help it align with what you really love and you'll enjoy it so much more where will you do this at? So are you someone who wants to do shoots outdoors? Do you want to do in-home shoots? You know, those things all kind of need to be defined as you're getting started. Take the time when you're not getting paid and you're doing shoots for free for people and practicing to kind of figure these things out as well. So what way do you want to do it? What is the style that you're most drawn to? Are you more drawn to a post style? Are you more drawn to a studio look? Are you more drawn to candid and authentic and emotional images? There's so many different avenues that you can go and yes you can do a little bit of all of those things but you just want to have a grasp on what really lights you up the most. So whether that's you know looking at other photographers for inspiration, what moves you, what what kind of images make you feel a certain emotion, those are the ones that you want to be creating because that's what really probably aligns with you. Who is your dream client? What do they look like? How many kids do they have? What's their style? Where do they live? What kinds of things are they doing? It's good to have this in your mind because as you grow in your business and you progress in your business, those are the types of clients that you're going to want to work on attracting because those are the ones that you're going to feel most inspired with. You're going to feel most drawn to. You're going to feel like the, you know their style and their personalities and the types of family dynamics they have, that, that all aligns with what it is that you are trying to create as an artist. So when you're able to kind of hone in on the dream client and what that means to you individually for your business, that's really going to help you as you go out and do portfolio building shoots and other things like that, which I'm going to talk about, because you need to have a a great sense of who you want to shoot and kind of what the characteristics of them are so that as you're developing and as you're creating content for your website, for your social media, for all of those things, the images that you've created are going to align with what it is you're trying to portray to others through your brand and your style that you're trying to convey and put out into the world, right? So you want to be able to have an idea of what those people look like. What are they wearing? Where are they shopping? What kind of family dynamic do they have? Those are all things that you want to know and kind of nail down in your business. Like for me, I know what my dream client is. You know, I know where they shop. I know what kind of colors they wear. I know the styles that they have. Oftentimes for me, you know, my dream client has, you know, little kids, but I also shoot families with teens. So that has also evolved over time. So I think for you just getting started, it's just important for you to identify who your dream client really is. Number four would be start to build your portfolio and keeping these things in mind as you're building that, you know, I always am a full believer in practice, practice, practice. And I think for you, as you are evolving and growing in your business, you're going to want to have tons of time to practice where there is no pressure of money involved. So I don't know about you guys, but like for me, when I first started, it was so much easier for me. To shoot families when I wasn't getting paid because I took that pressure off of myself. And I honestly still do dream client or portfolio building shoots today, like now, even as an established business. And what they bring to the table for me are opportunities for me to think outside the box, to try something new, to do something different that I might feel a little more apprehensive to do if a client is paying me because I'm worried it won't turn out or I wanna make sure I get the type of shots I know they're really wanting and i put those you know limits on myself when i'm being paid but when i'm not for some reason for me it just opens up my mind creatively so much more and i'm able to just try things and if they work out great and if they don't that's okay too but so for you as your first starting i think that that will help take the pressure off you so and it will help also open your mind creatively so for you i think it's important to do a good handful you know i would say 5 to 10 shoots that people are not paying you for that you're maybe able to choose the styling for, you're able to, you know, work with them to kind of create a certain look at a certain location. You can go places that are fun or that kind of showcase the style that you're wanting to create and be able to just have a great time to honing in on your craft and trying to create images that make you feel something emotionally so that you then have them to share with the world as you are, you know, showcasing your talents and your business as a photographer. So, you know, seeking out your dream clients and being able to offer to photograph them. So whether that's you're finding them on social media, you find them in a group of people or they're a friend of yours, start there. This will give you opportunities to get to know people and to build your client circle so that you'll be able to get other ideal clients as well. So these sessions, you know, the fact that there's no money involved, you'll be able to open up and really practice shooting in manual mode, using lighting differently. You can practice posing. You can practice just getting to know people as you're shooting and learning how to create conversation with your clients. Because you guys, that is something that is a learned skill as well. It can be really awkward when you show up to shoot a family and you haven't like met them, you don't know them, and you're just trying to create this relationship out of thin air If you are not an outgoing person and you're someone who's more of an introvert, you need to practice this skill. It does not always come naturally to people. You know, for me, I'm really outgoing and personable, so it was really easy for me. But I have several friends who felt like this was one of their biggest challenges because they're more of an introvert and they're not super chatty. So for them, they really had to practice this skill and go out of their comfort zone to know how to interact with clients, to make them feel comfortable. And that is so important for you guys as you are creating relationships and shooting families. If you show up and you are not good at making your families feel comfortable or setting that scene of just being together and having fun, it can be really awkward and it's going to show in the photos. So I can't stress this enough that this is why those, you know, portfolio building sessions are so important because it gives you an opportunity to practice all of these skills and be able to do it without the pressure of money being involved. And I think that is so, so huge. So, you know, don't skip this step. I know so many of us are so excited to get going, and we're so excited to get money and start making money and, you know, start our business that we kind of skip this. And I really, really don't want you to. The other reason this is so important is that, you know, you'll be able to create images for marketing, and for announcing that your business is officially open. So by doing this, you'll be able to have beautiful images to share. And then likely the clients that you're photographing that are your ideal client, they're going to have friends in their friend circle that are also your ideal client. So when they share these images for you and they tell people about you, their great experience they had with you, how much they love the photos that you gave them, all of those things, those friends that they've just told are now probably going to want to shoot a session with you. So do you see the ripple effect that one great client experience and one great session can have? You can have it ripple out as like, I kind of call it like octopus arms. It has such a far reach where it can create so many other opportunities for you and get you so many other clients that fit that dream client profile that you've created. Okay? So please, please don't skip this step. I know sometimes it's like, oh, I'm putting in time for the shoot, time for editing for free. But you have to change your mindset. You have to have an abundance mindset of, you know, I'm doing this great service. I'm practicing my skills. I'm getting this amazing opportunity. And I know that it's going to come back to me tenfold because I'm providing this great service for people. And that's the mindset we want to have. We never want to go into this, just what's in it for me. You want to create a great client experience and really start your business off on the right foot and have people talking about what an amazing person you are, how much fun they had and how great they love, like how great the photos are and how much they love them. So it's so important. Word of mouth is your greatest marketing tool. And the best part is essentially it's free. Yes, you're giving your time and your talents for the free sessions, but those people telling everyone about you and you also having great work to post on your socials for marketing, that is a win. Okay. It makes it so, so worth it. All right, so that's number 4 is, you know, start to build your portfolio and do so with some free dream client sessions and be able to use those for your marketing and as you, you know, again like I said, you'll be able to get additional clients from those as well. Okay? Number 5, all the business things. So this is the not so exciting part, right? Where we talk about the business stuff, but it's so so crucial, okay? In order to start a business, you need to have a business license. You need to have applied for that for whatever county or city that you're in and get a business license. That's first because you will need to start paying taxes once you start collecting any kind of money. Okay. But before you even get to that point of collecting money, you need to figure out what your pricing is. You know, I I have some friends who started at $40. I have some friends that started at $50. I started at a hundred dollars for me. And I felt like now, as I look back, I see how little that was, but at the time it was perfect for me. I still got some compensation for my time, but they also understood that I was just starting and they had some grace with me. And I was lucky enough to have so many people that just loved their photos, but you know, I didn't charge them too, too much to where it just made it a great experience for everybody all around. I didn't put myself in a hole of overcharging initially and having that great, great pressure of delivering something that I maybe wasn't capable of yet. I wanted to get my feet wet. I wanted to have those experiences with clients and really just kind of hone in on my ability to run a business a little bit before I raised my prices and started charging more. So for me, that $100 was the perfect sweet spot. You might feel something differently and you have to do it what aligns with you. But just know that you know the higher the price goes up when you're first starting, the more pressure you're going to put on yourself. But I definitely also feel that we need to be valued for our time and our efforts. So either you need to kind of find a happy medium there. You need to have a contract. You know, there's tons and tons of templates online that people that you can purchase through different educators and get a contract template. I highly suggest you do that because that will save you if you have a bad experience with a client. You don't ever want to get sued or something like that over you know, your photography business. So make sure that you have a contract in place and that way it's a good experience and a safe and fun experience for you and your clients. Like I mentioned before, starting a social media account, this might be something that you want to do. You know, some people have two accounts for their, one for their business and one for their personal. I, on my own, I kind of a little bit mix the two. You know, I think that you have to do what's right for you. The good thing about starting a separate social media account is you can really just have that be for business purposes and people that start to follow that know that that is only your business. But for me, I feel like I represent my business and my brand and I also want my clients to get to know me as a person and know my kids a little bit. So I intermix the two. Now, do I post about my kids as often as I should? Probably not. But you know, again, you you can intermix the two as much or as little as you want to. A website. So, a website is going to be so so important for you as you're starting your business. That is the home base for your business. That is essentially a an like a workhorse for you that runs 24 seven to let people know that you are an established business. You what you do, who you do it for, how much you charge for it, and what your portfolio is. This is something that people can search any time of day, at night, and be able to get to know you and your business. So, it's really important for your website that you have all of the Go to information that you need, you know, contact information, a phone number, your pricing, what a session includes, a portfolio. And, you know, for me, I always feel like less is more in the sense of a portfolio. You really want to make sure that the images that you put on there are amazing. It's better to have fewer images and have them be amazing than have tons and tons of mediocre images a person that's coming on your website likely isn't going to even scroll all the way down to the bottom. They're probably going to look at the first half and kind of get a sense of whether they align with your work or not. And so if you have just a bunch of mediocre images on there, but you just went for quantity rather than quality, it might deter some clients where in contrast to that, if they come on your website and you have a few or a handful of really amazing images that just knock it out of the park, it's likely that they're going to be much more impressed and move forward in the booking process with you. So again, in my opinion, quality over quantity. If someone does ask you for like an example of a full session, then you can provide that to them. But most people aren't really going after that. They just want to get a vibe of your style and your editing and kind of the images that you create. So a website's going to be so, so important. And I know that at the beginning, you're going to feel like, oh, I don't have enough photos to put on there. What am I going to do? But that's what those portfolio building sessions that I mentioned previously are for. That's why you do those. So make sure you start booking those and get those dialed in so that you have amazing art to post on your website and on your socials. And then really a, a logo would be great. Etsy has some really simple ones. I think as you develop in your business and you grow, And time passes, you'll get a better sense of the type of branding that you want to have. But I wouldn't go all out and do that at the very beginning. It's not necessary. Right now, I would focus on getting great images out into the world. You know, no one cares if you have a really cool logo if you don't have any images and they don't know what it is that you do. So, really focusing on the right things and just getting a simple logo for the time being is perfect. Along with the business things, you know, continue learning. You know, you're going to evolve as a person and as a photographer. And as your business grows, it's important that you continue to learn and expand your knowledge so that you can grow and you can feel inspired and fulfilled. And this will help you meet other creatives who are on the same journey that you are. You really want to make sure that, you know, you're connecting with other people who you can, you know, rally for and learn from and create those lasting relationships that are going to be important as you go through this business journey. So a couple of things personally, I really benefited from education when I was first starting. And it was so, so important to me. And so much so that I have now gone into the education realm and teaching other photographers because I want to help them be successful in a much faster way than I was able to do because it took me a long time to learn it on my own. And then I kind of discovered education. Education wasn't nearly as big or easily accessible as it is now back when I started. So really, guys, you should take advantage of what you have in front of you and the amazing opportunities of learning that you have that you can do from the comfort of your own home at any time you want on your computer. And it's really, really mind-blowing. So I'm just going to kind of introduce a couple of the courses that I offer. And they're you know, both online. And One of them might resonate with you and maybe will help you along in your journey. Because, you know, when I created these, my goal was only for helping people. I just love to teach and I love to share and I love to just watch people's progression. And I've seen my students go from very beginnings to creating super profitable businesses. It's just been an amazing journey and I really want that for you as well. So let me introduce a couple different courses. So I do have a Photo 101 online course. That is my jam-packed program for new photographers. And that is for those, you know, who are just in the learning stages of photography, but they really haven't like figured out everything, how to do everything yet. So this course is, you know, designed for moms who want to document their families or for business owners who know that they need to take branding photos or product photos and things and they don't know how to shoot in manual mode just yet with their camera, but they want to learn. That's who this is for. So it's a simplified approach to understanding how to shoot in manual. You know, it'll clearly teach you the principles of photography and help you create art that's true to you. The foundation you need to take for meaningful photos you're proud of and that will be provided in this course. It's gonna help you learn how to easily incorporate lighting and editing, posing, and more photography principles into your new hobby. So if you're someone who's just starting and you've got a camera and you haven't used it and you don't know how to use it yet, this is the course for you. Now, both of these courses are pre-recorded so you can watch them at your leisure any time of day and go back to them and revisit them at any point, right? So if you, but if you're someone who has been shooting photos and you're ready to get started with your business and you want to just get it going right away, then Art and Heart Photography Academy is for you. So Art and Heart Photography Academy is my jam-packed, self-guided course for photographers like you who know that freedom and joy should be part of the job, but you haven't figured out how to experience them regularly yet. So insights everything I've learned in my last 10 years about running a heart-centered and profitable photography business. So in this course, which I love so much, you're going to get a smart marketing strategy tailored to your dreams, goals, and individual style. You'll have a business plan that pivots and grows with you. It's an unshakable understanding of your why. Like, why are you doing this? What do you want to do? The ability to know attract and book your dream clients easily and often, and the willingness to accept help along the way. So I'm ready to show you exactly how to get all of that and then some inside this digital course of Art and Heart Photography Academy. This course actually launches in January, and you can go sign up for the waitlist on my website, JillianGolding.com, so you don't miss any of the upcoming information about the January launch. So just to recap, Photo 101 is more for beginners who are still learning to shoot in manual, and that course is actually available anytime, and JillianGoldingShop.com. And it's available at any point in time. It is a evergreen course, which means that it is always going and always available to you. Art and Heart Photography Academy, in contrast to that, is a you know limited time a course, and it is being launched again in January. And it is so, so fun. So if you are someone who is more on the established end and you've already started your business and you're maybe even just starting in your business or wanting to get a business going, but you already have kind of mastered the camera stuff, this would also be perfect for you because you would be able to start your business off on the right foot and get everything in alignment right from the get. So, you know, if you're someone who's just toying with the idea of just starting, this course would be for you as well. So I just want to encourage you guys, do these five things. You know, if you're thinking of turning your hobby into a full-time business, really just let go of that fear, push through it, gain that confidence and that clarity in yourself and your goals and be able to let go of that fear. Take your foot off the brake and just push forward with action. You will surprise yourself at what you're able to accomplish. And I am here to cheer you on along the whole way. And then set some goals and make a plan for yourself. Go into this experience and be prepared. You know, make some goals. Make a plan for this year, for the next three months, for the next six months. What are those things going to look like? How are you going to progress? What are you going to do in your business to help it push forward? Make those hard decisions about who you want to photograph, where you want to do it why you're doing this, and then who is your dream client, and who is it that you're trying to attract to your business to help you create art that you truly love? So reflect and make those kinds of decisions. More importantly, the most important of those is, you know, what are you going to photograph? Families, weddings, seniors, what are you going to do? And help yourself get known for that certain niche because that's when you will start to attract the right kind of clients as well. And then start building your portfolio with these things in mind, you know, build your portfolio, put on, take on those dream shoots that I talked about. Offer to photograph certain families or, you know, seniors or people at free of charge so that you can start creating art that you love and try new things. Get comfortable with the whole process of shooting a family or shooting a couples or whatever it is so that you can really nail down and feel comfortable in your entire workflow and your process as you start to charge money to people, okay? don't skip that step. It's so, so important. And then of course, like we mentioned, the fifth one, all of the business things, you know, getting a license, figuring out your pricing, all of those things. So I just wanted to recap those for you really quick, because I know sometimes when I listen to things, I need a little bit of a refresher. And then again, also continuing education. That's so, so important. So I do have photo one available, one available online at any time. And then also Art and Heart Photography Academy is launching in January, and I would love to see you there as well. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Fill Your Frame podcast. Remember, you can always learn more about this podcast or what we've talked about by visiting the description notes of whatever you're listening to today or visiting JillianGolding.com. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Audible. And if you've enjoyed this show, please leave me a review. It helps others like you find my podcast. And I can't wait to chat with you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on Fill Your Frame with Jillian Golding. Remember, you can always learn more about this podcast and what we talk about by visiting the description notes of whatever you're listening to today. Or you can visit my website at JillianGolding.com. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or Audible. And if you enjoyed the show today, please leave a review. It helps other people just like you find my podcast. If you have any suggestions for topics or questions you want answered, I would love to connect with you on Instagram My handle is at Jillian Golding and you can reach out via DMs with anything that you need. I would love to connect with you. We'll chat next time. Bye-bye.